Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. Okay, so some news in business world, companies, all that stuff. Um, I just saw a couple people making videos about AT&T is selling DirecTV. They bought it for $49 billion in 2015, and just five years later, it is only worth about $15 billion. So that is a big drop. And the fact that they're just selling it instead of trying to make something new or maybe shift the brand into something else is crazy. But apparently they are... $200 billion in debt or something crazy, and they're getting rid of a lot of companies that they had bought. So they bought Warner Media, so the Warner Brothers Studios and all that stuff. There was some anime company that they had purchased that they're selling. So I guess what is happening, well, I don't know what's happening with AT&T, but Definitely, I feel like it's something to keep an eye on because this might be, as far as businesses go, when businesses collapse and fall and all that stuff, it is interesting to see like where they went wrong, what they're doing. Just one of the examples that I know really well because I saw it and I saw it coming, and I saw it happen, was the Blockbuster fall. So I guess I was just right at that age, so I guess 1996 or so. People were definitely still renting movies, and i trying to think of exactly when I moved to L.A., because at that time... We did rent movies, but it was more like just corner store. It was just very different. Um, It was, you know, I guess it didn't really matter if it was like a blockbuster or a corner store or something else. Or in Austin, we have something called I Love Video, which is just a huge amount of like campy, weird movies, which I think could be the future of movie theaters and film in general is kind of going into the campy, um, high art, just more film, like independent film stuff. I think there's still going to be a market for that with all the decline of actual physical movie theaters and the streaming services, you know, coming about, When Blockbuster was still a video store, Netflix was kind of competition for Blockbuster at the time because Netflix would, uh, you would have a subscription, a monthly subscription, and you would have DVDs mailed to your house. Instead of driving two minutes to a Blockbuster, you would wait two or three days for your video to come, but you didn't have any late fees, so you could keep that movie for six months if you wanted to. And then once you returned it, the next video in your queue would be mailed to you. So you were 
you didn't have late fees, but the I guess idea was you would you wanted to return your movie so that you you could watch the next movie in your queue. And so that was some that was the big thing that was happening during Blockbuster when it was like obvious people wanted something different, but they didn't change. And then when Netflix or no sorry Redbox came in, and Redbox was the same concept as a Blockbuster, except you didn't have a store. You just it was a kiosk in front of a Walgreens or something like that, or a grocery store. You didn't have a store. You didn't have employees. It was the little kiosk robot that would, it only held so many movies, but it was enough to choose a movie from. So I remember using Redbox. I wasn't super into that because I feel like I wasn't into renting movies anymore as much. And I think that kind of, in the 90s was like the end of my renting of movies. It would be like a, a rare thing if I did that. Yeah, so then when Blockbuster was still around and then the Redbox came, so it was like obvious that Blockbuster needed to make some changes. And it was like they eventually did make changes, so they tried to do what Netflix was doing. They tried to do what Redbox was doing. And they made the blue box. And it was just like they were always like three steps behind or they just waited so long to make any changes, which I guess could be like a corporate, like it just took so long for something to change because it was just, you had to go up the ladder to get anything approved or anyone to accept new ideas but yeah, for some reason, Blockbuster just could not pull it together and bring new ideas to the table and provide something new. And their brand just, I feel like they do still have a brand name. I guess Dish TV owns the Blockbuster brand. And supposedly they have some stores open in Alaska or something like that. But Blockbuster could be something again. But who knows? if that could ever happen, it would just have to be something completely new and it would have to be something maybe not completely new, but completely new for the Blockbuster brand. It would just have to be something super fun. Cause I think that's what the brand of Blockbuster is, is fun. It was like the experience of let's do something. So I feel like there's something there. So it's not totally dead, but unless they try something, it is dead. With AT&T dumping, they dumped, or they are dumping DirecTV, and what they're selling it so cheap might mean that they're just selling it so that whoever buys it can just milk the company. So milking the company means that they're just going to keep the customers they have, I guess, and keep the service alive just until it's finally... There's just no money to milk out of the business. And I guess when there's no money to be made, then it'll just die. So I think with DirecTV has a great brand name that they could build something new, but for some reason it's not going to happen. And probably whoever buys it for this super cheap price isn't buying it to rebrand it and build something new. They're probably just trying to get the last amount of money out of it. 
and with AT&T um, apparently is getting rid of some of their uh, internet services and you know if they're telling Warner Media to cut their budgets and people are getting fired and they're getting new CEOs and re doing everything in the company and then um, I don't know exactly everything they're sell selling, but they're selling stuff. And that just tells me that something is definitely going on. So keep an eye on AT&T. I know I used to use AT&T as my cell service back when the first iPhone came out. And I ended up switching and never looked back because they would – they basically like gouged my bill for all these charges and I couldn't get them to admit that I shouldn't have had the charges. And so I just had this like weird $200 cell phone bill out of the blue and it just didn't make sense. Uh, yeah. So I just, I got my number and I, I wasn't in a contract. So I just got my phone number and I went to another phone company, which was pretty easy, but that was the last time I had anything AT&T. I never used their internet services or I haven't had TV since a very long time. I can't even remember the last time I actually had a TV with cable. Yeah, I have no idea. It's always, I've just had the internet. So basically it's a short show. I just wanted to talk about AT&T and to just know that it's something to watch out for because I think it's going to, whatever unfolds with AT&T in this next, I don't know, five years, I think something interesting is going to happen and there will be something interesting to learn from it. Just like I learned a lot watching the fall of Blockbuster. And the, the main thing is, is new ideas. If you're Obviously, you have no passion for something and you just want to sell it and move on and maybe put your passion into something else. Um, maybe just stick to those core revenue streams and try to build that up bigger and faster and better. You know, I get that. Sometimes you have to pivot into something new and sometimes you just have to stop what you're doing and cut your losses and focus on what really works to get you through a hard time. So we'll see. We'll see how it happens. There's something called moonshots. So a moonshot is when I guess you work at a company and you're in this whatever department that's doing something that doesn't necessarily bring in revenue, but potentially could bring in revenue 10, 20 years from now, for example, Amazon didn't pull a profit for a good 20 years until it did. So sometimes you have to try things that are moonshots to get to the next level. Something to be said with just sticking to what you're good at in building. So I guess you win some, you lose some, and sometimes it's good to stick with what you're good at, and sometimes it's good to shoot for the moon, and it's all just very interesting, but things, I think, do start getting complicated when you're billions of dollars in debt, 
they get complicated when you're just thousands of dollars into debt. I feel like I'm not into going into debt. I feel like there's always a solution to avoid going into debt. There's not to say, that's not to say that there's not good debt to build a company or build wealth in general, but you know, you've got to really know what you're doing. And sometimes even the most successful, brilliant minds, like who probably work for AT&T, even sometimes they, they gauge things wrong and they make mistakes and things can fall apart. So anyways, that's the show for today. And I still don't know how to end the show. So I'm just going to play the music. 